It's Vinay, and I'm going to be telling y'all the worst actual day of my fucking life and how it messed me up to this day. We do it for us. Welcome back to the We Do For Us podcast, where everybody has a story. It's the host with the most, Joe Moffett, and I'm here with... It's your boy, The Infinite Man, and we back at it again. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, and turn on all your post notifications. Did you say D Thickish or D Infinite? You, you would think D Thickish. I came in here, this nigga already looked at my ass. I'm breaking the seventh wall this episode. <laughs> this nigga, I walked in and this nigga looked at my ass. Wait, just put that out there. The seventh wall? like It's like stuff that happens behind the scenes. It's just oh, yeah. okay, okay. Well... <clears throat> That might have been a bad situation, but it wasn't just as bad as Vinay's situation. Tell us more about it. Oh, gosh. Thank y'all for having me again. Uh, my name's Vinay. I didn't want you here. That's okay. I'm here now. Uh, I have a, a schmo. The shittiest day of my fucking life, bro. The shittiest day. Whatever. All right. Y'all know I'm an artist, right? Yes. And I had this big-ass show, and I was leading in back in high school. You know the high school we all went to. We ain't got to say it. You know what I mean? But I was repping for a team. And they have this big show every fucking year. And I was headlining that shit, right? Mm -hmm. So the thing about me, I wasn't very disciplined back in the day, bro. I had um, an addiction and affinity to bread and sugar. And I wasn't working out or anything. And my tolerance to stamina was very limited. Uh. But I thought, man, fuck that. I'm Vinay. I could do anything I put my mind to. I'm going to get on that stage. I'm going to fucking kill it. Did not practice. Wait, so, wait, wait, wait. You didn't practice? You, I didn't practice. You didn't, you didn't take no breath exercises, no nothing? No. I was a kid, and I was egotistical. Mm -hmm. So you with that being... You just going there and just kill it. Yeah, I was just like, fuck it, bro. I'm headlining for this team, bro, at, at, at the high school. It's a huge event. Mm -hmm. Fuck it, I'm going to just go and do what it does. Mm. And yeah. shout out to Kosi, man. Kosi produced this beat, and I pull up to the show. I look great. I wasn't studified. I was, I was girly. But but this one you had on. braids, sparkles, yes, sparkles and oh. sequins. Yes, <laughs> y'all know Mama's finest. She she styled the girl back in the day, but bro, I was just like, man, I look good, I feel good. We just gonna do it. Mm -hmm. I'll never forget, bro. Uh, I pull up to the to the show, a lot of great performers before me, and I'm starting to get nervous for whatever reason, and I'm just like, damn, I never felt this shit before. What the fuck's going on? Palms are sweaty. Knee Mom's deep. dead. <laughs> nah, it was like that. I was like, damn, these niggas are good. And then I'm like, right before this notable singer, you know the legend, the broad legend, Nadia Nicole. Oh I was God, following God. up Nadia Nicole. Nadia gets up there. You know her set, especially back in high school. She she could blow. No, she could sing. And Not especially even since high school. Nah, like <clears throat> then and on, like she's a fucking beast with her vocals, right? So um, I remember having a conversation with her before, and I just felt so fucking sick and scared because I was like, I don't know why I'm feeling this way. It was probably the first time in my life that I realized, nigga, you didn't prepare, and these are the consequences for your actions. But I remember having a conversation with her. She was just like, you know, Vinay, um, you're going to do great. I believe in you. Everything's amazing. Like, you're going to get up there. Let me do it, and then I'm going to lead in for you to show up. I'm like, okay, cool. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> like, lack of, lack of preparation leads to hesitation. Absolutely. <laughs> Always prepare. Um, so she goes. She kills her set as usual. They buttering it up because they already know me from like fucking unplugged. They know me like yeah. Vinay the rapper girl. Yes, like mm -hmm. I've killed sets before, and for whatever reason, it just wasn't adding up tonight. So I get to the stage after Nadia. They're like Vinay, 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 Vinay. She gonna kill it. I get on that stage. Was there bitches? There were bitches. Mm. There were bitches. There were beautiful bitches. Damn, whoa. There were queens. Mm -hmm. 
regular girls, <laughs> scouts, fucking Sluts. everybody. Mm-hmm. Regular bitches, <laughs> all kind of, all kind of shit, bro. And I get up there, the beat starts. I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, and I'm shaking. I'm fucking like shaking like a stripper. Yeah, I'm shaking like. And you when you're nervous, that's, that's how I really be around the host for real. I'm I am terrified nah. of bitches. <laughs> no, nah, like, like t- for the first time, like actual sweating, like when you're nervous, already like not a lot of stamina, but when you're nervous, right, there is no real physical type of presence that's there. Like I wasn't physically there mm-hmm. and I was even more so winded at that point. So I'm like, fuck, what am I going to do in my head? And all this is going by in like a millisecond. You feel like you're just watching yourself perform at this point. You're like, it's an out-of-body yeah, experience? Not even. I'm oh. not even there. Like, I'm nothing. Like, at that point. Like, oh. it's just like, I'm letting the, the environment take its hold. What's up? Do you think that being nervous, lack of preparation, as well as bitches, created a dastardly tornado, hurricane, because we live in Florida, of fear that plighted you so much that your sequences started falling off your jacket that night? <laughs> my sequences on my jacket? Well, I thought you was leading <laughs> up with something else. What does this have to do with some sequence? No, but he got a point, though. Aside from the jacket, um, lack of preparation was definitely tied to the nervousness because mm-hmm. it's like I realized there is mm-hmm. some of the most amount of people that I've ever seen, and I just feel like I let the team that invited me to be a headliner for the show down because I didn't practice at all. I practiced day of with my cousin. I'm like, what you think? He like, yeah, nigga, that shit hard. We both know that it's shit was ass. One cousin. That's how we got so many rappers now. It's like, oh, bro, that shit hard. No, the fuck it's not. We getting right. out the hood with this one. <laughs> nigga, we're staying right here. Yeah, man. And, and Turn on the PlayStation. With that being said, bro, I was just like shaking. I get on the stage and I'm performing, I'm performing, but the beat starts to get away from me. And when that happens. You start feeling like Blueface. How the fuck can I get back on track? Like, the beat is already gone. You can hear me loud and clear. I sound scaly in my voice because it's like I'm winded. I'm nervous. I'm Can you shaking. give us a little example? Nigga, this ain't flex. She ain't about to freestyle. <laughs> 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 oh, that's like how I'm, you are on stage? I mean, obviously, I'm dramatizing it oh, a lot. But, like, like I ain't going to lie. See, I if I was a teacher, I would have said, sit down, baby. Let me take. Let me get that. But when it's showtime, nobody's going to – you got it. Like, they gave me free reign. So it it got so bad, and I was so offbeat to the point where I was like, fuck it. Hey, yo, DJ, cut that shit. <laughs> cut the beat. Hey, yo, DJ, cut the Nigga, beat. This shit Nigga. about to get even more ass. <laughs> no beat. Fuck it. Yo. We, both, we all in this bitch <laughs> terrified. Nah, as fuck. And then, you know. I tried to save it with a freestyle. Y'all want a freestyle? Yeah! No. They were like, it's a re- these niggas in the audience, they were like, this is a redemption moment. And then y'all want a freestyle? It's us and them. Because I have nothing. <laughs> it's silence. It's ten horrifying moments of silence. I don't know what to say. And then it's like a random like fucking verse from the back of my ass I had pulled out. And it was probably eight seconds worth of a freestyle. And when I tell you I darted off the stage, like I was like I was like fuck, I quit. It sound like you just rapped one wait, bar, wait. one bar. <laughs> just gave the you ass quit one music bar. after this. No, I didn't quit music. We are gonna get to that part, but oh. it's just like in a sense, I had quit in that moment. I was I couldn't take the pressure. I was nervous. I'd gone off beat. I couldn't think of a freestyle. I'm not a freestyle. How you can't freestyle? 
Not everybody can freestyle. I Some. got bars so hard to hit foreign cards. Uh huh. More. <laughs> He's already sitting down. <laughs> no, sit up. Like lower your chair. Just lower your chair. <laughs> Lay down. <laughs> nah, but um, you know, so that was silence, a, a horrifying freestyle, and I walked off. I remember screaming. I was like, "Yo, bro, like." Yo, teach, give me another chance. Like, let me go back in there. I'll kill it. No, I wouldn't kill shit again. Like, you know, she was like, oh, man, I'm sorry. I'll see what I could do. And the show kept going. I fucking, I felt the most disappointed in myself I ever did in my entire life. I ran out of the school, and I had gotten in my mom's car. I was with my cousin. I was fucking crying my eyes out. I was like, how could I fucking let myself get to that point? Why didn't I practice? Why am I eating all these goddamn Tasty cakes. I'm not gonna lie. What? Just imagine, imagine like tasty cake powder all over her face. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! With the sequences. <laughs> <laughs> no, glittered up, bad bitchified, crying, and oh, then this? get this: my cousin's consoling me, and I get a text that comes in. Right? It's from the love of my life at the time. We were together. I you had have this many girlfriend. loves of your life. No, no, no. This was my girlfriend. We were together for a, for a while, and she had texted me. Would you guess what she had uh, texted me? What? Y'all, y'all want to guess? Oh, I'm breaking what up with you. <laughs> yes. Jeez. Ding, 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 ding. Hey, um, I don't think this is gonna work. I don't think this is working out. Damn. So not only did I have a fucking Eminem moment where I got not booed off the stage, but I booed myself in my brain terrible ass performance my fucking girlfriend of two years breaks up with me i kill myself <laughs> i was i was getting there Renee. i was getting there bro. once again another story where renee feels like her life is a movie because I because this is not eight mile you weren't gonna get another shot that was it i'm not gonna lie like i would have started right i said mom can we go to home depot why well i need to pick up a, a, some trash bags get some rope Throw that shit over the tree. Oh. Kick the chair. Oh, God damn. My bitch just left me, God. Oh, my God. <laughs> and this is real shit, like, in the car. Like, I don't think this is working. I didn't even respond. I was like, fuck it. That's not my girl no more, bro. Did you just throw the phone? Hey, man. At that point, I was just sobbing. And it was the worst time of my life. I didn't go to school after that for, like, three days straight. Um, Hold up. Your parents let you miss your education for this? Yeah. So it's okay, sweetie. You don't have to go to school. No, nah, because back then for them, like music to them, I was their I was their child that they managed. Like I was their they were my manager. So um with music, that was the most important thing. That's why I went to that school for music. Oh. So um for them it's like, okay, you need to take all the time. You need to get your shit together, but you need to go to school next week. <laughs> I started going to therapy. Uh, kind of, I didn't want to see people. That's when my, but at that point, that's when my uh, social barriers started breaking down. I could talk to people. Before then, I was performing. I performed at colleges like Florida Memorial. That was nothing. I could perform my ass off. But after that moment, public speaking, uh, social interactions with people, that was really the start where shit started breaking down for me, and it became difficult for me to converse with people. You know what I mean? And um, it's really not even till this day that it is hard for me to express my emotions or, or, or talk to people because it's just like I my brain always goes back to that moment and I feel like I always gotta run or stay quiet. You feel me? So. It's usually when we have those traumatic social experiences, bro. That remind me of yeah. the time when I, when I used to play uh 
was it? What do you call? It? Uh, not AAU. Uh, I wasn't that good to play AAU, but <laughs> it was like I call it call it a community basketball league. And I remember I took my first three point shot. That shit airball. Nigga, coach, sub. Come here, sit down. On that. Like, oh, fuck. Let him shoot. Hey man, it can't be worse than me. Nigga, I, remember, I thought I was Steph Curry. <laughs> I remember playing basketball and I shot. For the other team. I made a three-quarter <laughs> for the other team. My coach cussed me out. I was like, I didn't know. Hey, he sat me on the end of the bench. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you, Vinay. Yeah. I don't feel that story. Um, me, personally, I've never performed uh, in front of people. At public speaking, yeah. But I've never actually performed in front of people. So I understand how nerve I can empathize. How <laughs> nerve, <laughs> nerve-wrecking it could be as well as how... It, it really can change the whole route of your life. That one moment changed yeah. the whole route. And I understand the growth from when we first started the podcast and everything from now, your whole personality has changed and blossomed. And, and I can guess you're going to keep going back to, I wouldn't say going back, but you're opening up more and more to become that artist that you w- will become. Yeah. Your social butterfly. And not even that, just as a person, like, Gay cocoon. um, you know, just outside of music. Um, she came out. It literally. Um, oh, God. <laughs> These are terrible jokes. I'm sorry. But just aside from that, I, you know, I moved on from that relationship. Um, I failed many times after that in terms of social speaking. Uh, college, I went through speech class. I barely passed it just because I was so afraid to, to do it. And I my response was always to run. But at a certain point, and it was like last year, um, since I, you know, I had a death in my family, that really started the the change of trajectory of my life in terms of I want to get better, and it's time for me to start facing these fears as opposed to running away from them and letting them um, stack up in front of me and keep kicking my ass. So now, like, I went from being scared to perform. I what's the best thing that I could do? Let me throw my own show, and let me be the host of that motherfucker. And it is what it is. It don't matter if I do good or not. Like, I did it. You, <coughs> you know what I mean? It, yeah. Like, I put myself in that in that space to get better. So, better I guess. Exactly. So, you know, with that being said, I just, I tell that story to say that, like, I know that there are so many artists or creators that just anybody that Absolutely. might be in that kind of position and just, bro, don't give up. Yeah. It might, like, your brain is going to be telling you all kind of shit. You, f- you might feel like you're dying because I always feel like I'm dying. But do that shit anyway because you're not going to die. Yeah, don't let all the social pressures take, because I know as creators, especially now with social media, all the social pressures and expectations yeah. we build for ourselves, it can prevent yeah. you from even starting something or even continuing something. True. So, you know, Hell there's yeah. a lot. It's a great it's a great lesson to get from that story. Absolutely. And that's that's pretty much it, bro. And, oh, I'm single. Um, I just told the X thing, because it's like, damn, cherry on top. I love it. But, um... <laughs> I'm I'm single. So was that um, promotion? <laughs> was that promotion? <laughs> was it? Make happiness a habit. Oh. Amen. If you enjoyed Renee's story and want to hear more about how she is single, light skinned, and available on the market, please don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe, and turn on those post notifications. This has been another lovely podcast. I just wanted to say. I'm sorry that I broke your heart. Thank you.